1: The one, the only representative uh from the city of Atlanta up there in Indianapolis this weekend. And Jamila, uh just, just for starters, how'd you enjoy your time up there?
2: Uh hey Caleb. Um it was it was different. It was really <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was cold, so
1: Okay. <laughs> but no, it was fun. Overall, I had a good time. Different and cold Um, feels like some (laughs) interesting language to choose. But, uh, you know, I I did see some – it was was like Kai Sinat and some other people who were up there who – weren't exactly thrilled with the uh, maybe some of the nightlife going on, but uh, as far mm, as...
2: I did not partake, so I would not
1: be able to... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I but... will say, though, they were very hospitable. Like, the people
2: were amazing, so I will give them that. It was very... They were very nice.
1: <laughs> That's nice. That's always nice. You know, we're, we're used to, to that friendly type of relationship with people here in the South, and I understand uh-huh. you don't always get that when you go other places. But, exactly. Uh, Jamila, you know, this is often, it feels, especially recently. This is an annual day now of think pieces and conversation <laughs> about, oh, the, uh, the NBA All-Star game. It's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, you know, we get this year 211 to 186 as someone uh, in the arena and kind of able to gauge, you know, fan experience and that sort of thing. Just overall enjoyment. Uh, do you kind of lean towards the it's, it's really gotten out of hand or is there any uh entertainment value in the all star game itself outside of the other festivities that go on
2: um it was the the atmosphere was not what i would think an all star atmosphere should be okay um so like the the crowd it it was not they were not really that into it um until like certain plays happened or like you know trade nutmegged. Kevin Durant, yeah. and then that, then you hear the crowd react. But it was like the dunks, like some of them, yeah, but it, it wasn't as – the crowd wasn't as into it as I thought they would be. Um, so from that perspective, it was kind of
1: not as exciting. Um,
2: but, yeah, that's kind of my view on it.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I want to go through a couple of, of solutions that Jesse Washington of Anscape <laughs> threw out there. Because everyone, this is also the time of, okay, I've got the solution to solving this. So, Jamila, (laughs) I'm going to throw three solutions your way, and you tell me which one you like the best. The first one is some form of a loser's sit. So, you throw five-on-five out there for the first quarter— Whichever of those five lose the first quarter, they have to go sit on the bench and their team brings in a new group of five players. And if that group wins the next quarter, then the other group has to go sit down and bring in a new five. And so you get some form of a round robin set of, of players uh, based on who wins the quarter. And you you know figure out some way that you can lead to who ultimately wins the game. So some form of losers sit. Uh, Jesse also suggested a, hey, the in-season tournament, you win $500,000. How about for the All-Star game, you're all multi-millionaires and big-time All-Stars. How about you put up $500,000 a player Mm. and whoever wins... You get to keep your pool of money, and whoever loses, wow. well, you individually all lost $500,000 within, know, within reason to, like, hey, you rookies that aren't getting paid anything. Maybe somebody <laughs> covers you, or, or you get a, a, a lesser you know, amount that you have to pay. But some form uh. of put your money up, and the players have to pay. Uh, oh, then, uh, then we get to, <laughs> if you lose the game, you get to go fly commercial. And we're not going to pick from the deltas and the no 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 nice airline. You're you're going home on either Spirit or Frontier, uh, and you can go in the quote unquote first class of those airlines. But you're going to get bombarded by fans wanting your picture and autograph. And uh, I can only imagine LeBron James with his big legs, yeah. you know, squeezed up in there, or Karl Anthony Towns. Uh, or any of those guys, you know, just That's squeezed funny. up trying to fit their NBA <laughs> body into a uh, first-class seat or, or, you know, economy <laughs> class seat uh, on a Frontier or a uh, 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 Spirit Airlines, something like that. So losers sit. To visualize. Yeah, yeah, losers <laughs> sit. Put your money up, or um, losers fly commercial.
2: Um, so my question would be: Are the players agreeing to this? Because if they're going to agree to it, that's what makes it kind of difficult. Maybe like the first in our In our perfect the scenario,
1: one. they agree to it. <laughs>
2: okay, because I'm like, uh, I don't see them really wanting to do any of this. Um I would think, honestly, the realistic option would be that first one, but I still don't know how competitive it would be. Yeah, It just seems like the players themselves, like like last night they were kind of just going through the motions and I was kind of like, uh, like, I don't know how that, I honestly don't know what kind of solution would change that. Um, but I don't even know if that first option would change it because they, I mean, you can see towards the end yeah. they're trying a little bit, but I mean, that's kind of the case all the time. So I don't even know that that would work. I, I think- just feel like they go into it thinking, you know, "Eh, it's it's whatever, like, (laughs) we're just out here for fun. Like, it's not
1: I think a lot of people have wondered why they've gone away from the from the Elam ending, where they were playing towards mm-hmm. like a point total total or something like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. in 2020, guys were playing for Kobe and like that. That yeah. it's hard to get that emotion exactly. out of out yeah. of them again for just any specific reason. But uh, moving yeah. on from the actual game itself to <laughs> something that they brought out for the weekend was the LED court. Um, how did you think that that played out for the players and how was that just viewing it, uh, you know, with someone in the arena?
2: Um, so before I got there, I obviously saw the pictures and the videos of it and I was, I kind of had my questions about it, but when I saw it in the arena, it was dope. It looked really (laughs) cool. Um, I couldn't even lie. Like they were going through some things and showing us different, like different, um, I I don't even know what the word is for it but it was almost like an interactive video game the way you were using okay. it. Okay. So it was pretty cool just to see it in that um aspect. Uh, obviously a lot of people had their opinions about it but for the most part what I heard people thought it was really cool. Like people thought it was interesting and they thought, "Hey, this is like this is something I could look at." Um, As far as a game or anything serious, no. But it was very cool for what they used it for.
1: I think I started off the weekend being like, hey, maybe this is something we could, you know, in the future. (laughs) These guys are playing on uh, this LED court and there's like an explosion underneath them when they shoot a three (laughs) and something like that. Uh, But then I think what ruined it was the starry court, the lime green for the three-point contest. Uh, Because we could see on TV that guys were complaining of like, wow, I'm having a really hard time seeing uh, just the court in general. And so you wonder how, you know, that sort of thing would play in. Uh, All right, Jamila, the other thing that uh, you, you asked the man, you asked him a question that a lot of people were wanting the answer to. Uh, Trey Young, obviously, with the trade rumors kind of circulating since last week um, that, you know, everyone just seems to be so sold on the fact that this man (laughs) is going to be playing for a new team this summer. Uh, What did you take from from how Trey Young responded to you about all of these trade rumors going on?
2: (laughs) Um, The funny thing is. I had talked to some other media from just around the, the country, and they were mentioning it. They were talking like, oh, you know, like especially San Antonio. They were like, oh, you know, him and Wimby. Like it was just the mm-hmm. mention of it. So I'm surprised nobody actually just came out and asked him. Um, So when I did and when he responded, it wasn't really surprising to me how he responded. And Trey's like always emphasized that he wants to win like that's been that's been his kind of his main thing like he wants to win and obviously the ideal situation is for him to do that with the Atlanta Hawks I mean that's ideally what he would want but I could I can understand him maybe not anytime soon but um in maybe a couple of years or something like that revisiting and looking at the situation overall just to see if if they're in a position to win, um, to kind of consider, okay, this is, this may not be going the direction that I would like to go with my career. So with his response, it, it kind of, to me, it, he obviously enforced that he wants to win with the Hawks, but it's also, it also leaves it open to interpretation. Like, Hey, anything <laughs> can
1: happen. Mm-hmm. I found it very interesting. Cause I, I, we played the audio at the, at the top of the hour, and that I I joked that, hey, does Trey have a future career in politics? Because it felt like he did a really good job of, uh, first off, I would like to get his opinion on who these greats are that were traded because he was like, oh, you know, the greatest in the game. Uh, They were traded, and so, you know, it could happen. Um, But then kind of falling back on, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm here in Atlanta and I still have a couple of years on my contract. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like that there's any conversation of of you know free agency or anything mm-hmm. like that for, for Trey for quite some time. I thought it yeah. felt to me that he handled this very diplomatic, uh mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. the fact of, you know, I, I look, Jamila, we gotta give you credit and I know you probably wouldn't wanna take it, but Someone else could have asked that, and he could have immediately just shut it down and said and lied and said, "I'm not thinking about it um, yeah, but it, yeah. it you know it feels like that's a thing that he has to be considering uh and and better that you know he gave that sort of answer of it's always possible, but I'm focused on Atlanta than doing what LeBron did when LeBron was asked about his trade potential that could have happened last week. He said, "Oh, I found out when you guys found out I had." I had absolutely no idea. Uh, all right, Jamila, before we uh, get out of here, um, just your expectations for this final third of the season for the Hawks. Uh, just, you know, we obviously saw them right before the break. You were, you were there in Charlotte. You decided to spend your Valentine's Day in Charlotte in that arena uh, to watch them get blown out by the Hornets. Um, what, uh, what do you expect that we see this final third of the season?
2: Um, I think the the number one thing for them is staying healthy. Um, So for me, if they can stay healthy, I can see them um, obviously performing well. Uh, That's the biggest question because obviously with their depth, um, if they don't stay healthy, it's kind of difficult to make it and push um, to that further part of the the playoffs and even the play-in. So that's kind of my question um, for now. I – just basing it on where they're at now it's so it's so difficult to tell it's it they're one of those teams where you don't know what you'll get a lot of times um like they'll play hard for each other um but if somebody's out or somebody's injured, then you you don't know what to expect um so because of that, I don't really have like quite a prediction um it's just kind of up in the air. Um, but I am interested to see just how, how they play it out, especially considering the injuries with, you know, Clint should be coming back. And then mm-hmm. obviously Onyeka Yeka just having those two out was a major blow to them. So
1: Jamila is just like the rest of us. We're all going, I have no idea. Every time, yeah. every time someone yeah. asks me, I go, I've got absolutely no yeah. idea, but we've, uh, we're just a couple of days away from starting that <laughs> final portion of the season. And, uh, Seeing if there is a postseason birth in this Hawks team or not. All right, that is Jamila Johnson. Follow her on Twitter at JamilaJNBA. Uh, she also does some great work for AtlantaHawksFans.com and puts uh, a lot of that content on YouTube. So definitely go check all of that stuff out. Jamila, thanks for joining the show. Thank you so much, Caleb.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,